Welcome to the Live to Shoot podcast. My name is Jeff Dowdle, and I've been a licensed firearm dealer for the last 14 years. In this podcast, we talk about all things related to the Second Amendment, as well as anything else that might be going on in today's world, or a sports story, or anything going on in my personal life. So welcome, welcome, welcome. Appreciate y'all listening today. Today is the Saturday the 19th, and we are still in conflict in Ukraine. is still underway. It has been going on now for about three weeks, and I can tell you that has gone on a lot longer than Vladimir Putin would have ever, I think, hoped. He was hoping, I imagine, for to get in and get out, and this would be something that they would just march over the uh, the Ukrainians. But I think the resolve of the Ukrainian people has taken him by surprise, and that you know it, it's one thing when you're a soldier and you're fighting for just a little piece of ground, versus when you're a soldier or a citizen, and you're fighting for your country and your home. Two different perspectives, two different levels of resolve, especially if you don't really particularly understand why you're going after this little piece of land. And so it's interesting to see how this is going. I feel for the the, the Ukrainian people, you know, this is, they're under siege from from a tyrant. Now, I'm, you know, not going to be a Putin apologist or anything, but, you know, we talk about that they're fighting for for, for the Ukrainians. I keep hearing that people saying they're fighting for freedom. You know, they're not necessarily early free. They're under a dictator as, as well. And he isn't the, you know, it's not the friendliest government in, 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 in reality as well. But no country should be just flatly taken over by our neighboring country for really no apparent reason. And so, you know, we have to we need to pray for the Ukrainians and keep them in our thoughts. So, but, you know, whenever I look at this, though, and the resolve that the Ukrainian people have and what they're doing to fight and going and getting, we talked about this before, you know, it's a, it's a perfect argument for the Second Amendment. They had strict gun control, and all of a sudden, the, when this happened, the government loosened those those restrictions, allowed people to go get firearms. Our U.S. government has been shipping small arms and ammunition over there to the to the Ukrainians. And you, you wonder, you know, we, we've talked about how, you know, the AR-15, you know, what, what do you need it for? Why, why would somebody need it? You know, you don't need it for hunting and things like this. But all of a sudden now, the U.S. government's shipping them over to the Ukrainian people because they need them, because they're defending their, their country. They're trying to protect themselves. And that's what all the Second Amendment is, has ever been about, is to be able to protect yourselves, defend yourself, and, and defend your country from, from foreign or in, in, internal invaders. And so... That's what we lead leads us to today. What I want to talk about, and you know, you see little signs that pop up all the time that kind of give you a little indication of where we are as a country. And this is one that I can say doesn't surprise me. It does disappoint me, though. But earlier this month, Quinnipiac, Quinnipiac, I'm not quite sure exactly. Poll came out, and they asked a lot of different questions, and we'll, we'll talk about a couple of the others. But the one of them was. If you were in the same position as Ukrainians are now, do you think that you would stay and fight or leave the country? Overall, 55% of the people said that they would stay and fight. So, it's more than half. But, to me, that is still extremely disappointing. Now, the big difference comes in, though. 68% of people identifying as Republican said they would. 57% that are independents said that they would stay. Democrats, 40% would stay. 52% said that they would leave the country and they would not stand and fight for it. Right there is the difference between the left and the right and why the Second Amendment is so important 
and why you, you, we need to defend it and why there's such a conflict over it is because the left doesn't understand it. They're not going to, they, if they have to, they're not going to stand and fight for us. They're not going to protect their country. They don't love the country. That is, that's what it comes down to. There is a, they, they dislike America and they are not going to stand up and fight for it when only, you know, when you break it down between men and women, 70% of men would stay and fight on only 40% of women. And that's understandable. But that's the same number of women <laughs> as the Democrats are. So, you know, when we keep going back about this whole, you know, feminizing of the male and 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 those types of things. And that, that's the whole, the left is all about making men more like women and figuratively and literally. And here you see it in breaking down the stats. They're being successful at it. The entire left, they're behaving just like women, just a bunch of little girls. Now, the other question in there was, do you approve or disapprove of the way Joe Biden handling the job as president? And only 21% approve of what he's doing, but 47% Democrats approve. So first, I'd like to know who those 21% are. And that second, I'd like to know who the 47% Democrats are. That is just, you know, awful. But the fact that he's even getting 21% of the people approving what he's doing is amazing. But... You know, I ask you, would you stay and fight for your country if the, they were lining up and they were coming into your neighborhood? What would you do? Would you run? Would you leave your family behind? Would, or would you stay and fight? Fight for your house, your land, your country, the freedom for your people, for your children's future. What would you do? I know what I would do. There'd be no question about it. And I know some people I would call because as being an FFL, I know I know who who really has the, the serious weapons around me in my neighborhood and my in my my city. And so I know who I'd be knocking on their door saying, Hey, can I borrow a couple things? Because you've got the, you've got the real stuff. And so I hope it never comes to it. Is it a possibility? Maybe, maybe not. But again, I asked this question several weeks ago. If the Chinese were lined up on the Mexican border or they moved their ships out outside of L.A. in the ocean in the port, what would we do? What would we as Americans do? You know, it's always been thought that Americans, you know, that's what, what our country's based on. And, but now it seems like, you know, we've softened and we are just a bunch of little girls. And they would run and cry. They'd run to Canada. They would run to wherever they need to go to get away from the fight. And they would leave the rest of us here to defend it and win because that's what we do. So I leave it to you to ask you, what would you do? Would you stay and fight for your country or would you run away? The Ukrainians are staying and fighting and they're proven, proven to be pretty strong. And, and they don't have the, quite the, even the capabilities that the U.S. citizen does in terms of having the built access to, to firearms. I would challenge anybody to try and come and take Texas. Joe Biden says, oh, you're no match for an F-16. Mm. You know, U Ukraines have, have been a match for those MiGs. They, they have not been able to, to, because if you're invading this country, just like Russia, they're wanting to try and keep the infrastructure. So, you know, they're not going to necessarily be controlling the, you know, trying to dominate in the air. But anyway, I digress. I just continue to leave this with you. You know, think about it. Would your neighbors run and fight? You know, would they have your back? What would you do? 
Well, think about that. We will talk to you later. Thank you for listening. Oh, I am on Truth Social now, so I will be putting a link in the show notes to my True Social, and I'll be posting this podcast there um, as well. Let's let's see if we can pump up the the action on that. I'm going to try and be a little more active on True True Social. See how it goes. But you know, follow me, listen to this, like this podcast, do everything you can. I appreciate it, and thank you.